Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. This is Pastor Mark Jasinski with Out of the Coal Mine. Uh, I'd like to welcome you today as we discuss theology, books, music, whatever's on my mind or whatever's on yours. Feel free to email me any questions or thoughts, and uh, we'll make it a topic of the day. Well, so t- today we have with us Pastor Brian Nolder. Pastor Brian has been a good friend of mine for uh, over a decade now. It's, it's fun to be able to say that. So we're, uh, uh, I met him uh, pastoring in a small rural town in Iowa, and he was in the nearby town. And, um, you know, and I personally say it's fun to have friends that are smarter than me because it brings me up a notch. And so he's been the one to bring me up a notch on certain theological topics <laughs> and clearly music topics. And that's what I want to talk about today. We did a little change in our worship uh, this morning for our morning service. Instead of our, uh, our normal praise songs uh, being led by a worship team, um, we did uh, the singing of psalms, and uh, um, I've asked Brian to, to come into our church to lead us and to teach us a bit of how to sing the psalms, and uh, we've just now concluded the service, and I'm thankful for what you did this morning, Brian. Could you explain a little bit, well, first introduce yourself, where you're from, what you're doing, and then talk about the importance of psalms and uh, what you presented this morning and uh, maybe what you've been a part of in the past in psalm singing. Well, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, my name is Brian Nolder. I'm an, an ordained minister in a uh, another Reformed communion, uh, communion of Reformed Evangelical churches. And um, I got to know Pastor Mark when I was pastoring in Pella, Iowa. I'm now teaching at a Christian school, but I'm still involved in some church leadership and doing pulpit supply. But also, I'm um, I was a music major in college. I've always had a passion for all kinds of music, especially church music, and I'm a music director at my school, uh, Tri-City Christian Academy. Uh, in fact, if you go to our, our YouTube channel, you can see um, our spring concert just got posted, and there's a lot of psalm singing in there. I wanted to focus on psalmody. It's very important at our school and at our church. Um, so just to talk a little bit about today, <clears throat> you know, uh, Psalm singing is biblical. Um, it's rather striking that when you read the Psalms and the Psalm titles, um, not only do they say that they were written by David, but they were written for a choir master. They were mm-hmm. written to the tune of the lilies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there's actual, you know, we don't necessarily know what those musical instructions are, but it makes it very clear that the Psalms are not just meant to be read, they're meant to be sung. And so we're, we're actually doing kind of a disservice to what God intended um, when we don't um, sing them. And then beyond that, you have Paul himself explicitly saying in two different books um, to sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I don't necessarily believe in what we call exclusive psalmody, but I do believe that we have to have psalmody. I, I, in other words, I would, if I had a choice between no psalmody and exclusive psalmody, I would rather have exclusive psalmody because I know those are inspired hymns. I know that those are commanded to be sung by God's people. Now, I also, I also think we should sing good hymns as well. Um, in fact, one guy has this interesting uh, quote where he says that 
good hymnody needs to sit at the feet of psalmody. Mm. Uh, that in a sense, our, our hymnody, yes, we can sing the name of Christ, we can sing the name of the Trinity, but it needs to be shaped by psalmody and to have some of those structures and some of those themes. But then, <clears throat> beyond that, as, as Reformed people, uh, well, as Christians, you know, psalm singing has always been part of the history of the church. Augustine talks it about it. But as Reformed people, Calvin uh, thought this was incredibly important to have God's people engaged in the worship. Worship is not just for a choir up front. It's the work of the people. That's what the word liturgy literally means. It's the work of the people. And so he wanted to have the Psalms translated. And so he had guys like Louis Bourgeois, who wrote the famous, you know, tune that we use for the doxology. He wrote that tune for a psalm, for Psalm 134. Um, and it only later became the doxology tune, or the old hundredth, you know, the Scottish setting of Psalm 100. And then within the Christian Reformed Church, you know, you guys have always published Psalter hymnals. Mm-hmm. The first 150 selections of your hymnal are the 150 psalms. And so you guys yourselves have seen this as an important feature Um and, and there's a whole interesting revival of psalmody going on across different denominations. Yeah, you talk, know. talk about that a bit more. I've noticed that as well in denominations <clears throat> and, and this pushback towards uh, psalm singing. Yeah, well, I had a chance to visit a workshop uh, about 15 years ago, and there was a Methodist guy who was leading it, and he was talking about psalmody going on in the Methodist church. I've encountered some Roman Catholics who are... Um, you know, there's a rich psalm heritage there. Um, uh, you know, uh, even Baptists, as they're gaining more appreciation for church history and for more liturgical worship, are incorporating psalm singing. And of course, if you look at some of the great hymns that we've sung, you know, Joy to the World, it's basically a paraphrase of Psalm 98, mm-hmm. you know. Um, a mighty fortress is our God. It's Luther's paraphrase of Psalm 46. You know, mm-hmm. God is our refuge and our strength and ever-present help in time of trouble. Um, so, you know, it's... I think the holdup is <clears throat> some people get hung up on the fact that these were written in the Old Testament, and so there's a lot of talk about sacrifice, and, mm-hmm. you know, we don't, quote, do sacrifice anymore. Um, plus there's all these imprecatory psalms mm-hmm. where it seems like, you know, God's judgment is being called down and, you know, just doesn't Jesus tell us to love our enemies. Um, and yet, you know, to the point where somebody like C.S. Lewis, who wrote a very, um, interesting commentary on the psalms, he called the imprecatory psalms, those contemptible <laughs> psalms. Okay. Um, and so some people think that, you know, in the New Testament, um, it's kind of like that mm-hmm. idea that, you know, in the Old Testament, God's a God of wrath, and in mm-hmm. the New Testament, he's a God of, of love, and so we shouldn't sing those imprecatory psalms because they're God of wrath. Well, you know, again, Reformed people have never believed that mm-hmm. because they see it as one story. Right. You know, God is gracious. Mm-hmm. The covenant of grace starts in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. 
uh, Jesus in the New Testament is the one who talks the most about hell mm-hmm. and God's judgment, you know, so we can't pit those things together like that. Right, and the whole meaning of the atonement, the wrath of God That's poured right. out in Christ for That's us. That's right, exactly. His justice seemed clearly there. And, and even in the New Testament, you know, you see the souls in Revelation 6, I believe, under the altar, crying out for God's justice. How long, O Lord, until mm-hmm. you judge so that is a New Testament example of an of an imprecation of a calling down of judgment. So, mm-hmm. you know, yes, we want to be careful uh, about how we use them and not just use them as a justification for our own anger. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, you know, the Bible says that we should be angry about certain things. Mm-hmm. You know, Psalm one thirty nine. You know, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Well, look at the end of that psalm where it talks about, um, you know, I hate them with perfect hatred, you know, who hate you. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're called to hate evil. We're called to hate sin. Mm-hmm. We're called to rejoice in the fact that God is going to deal with evil. Um, and and that, he's not just going to do that at the end of history, but he, he does that to Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. He does it to Ahab. He does it to Jezebel. He does it to Herod, mm-hmm. you know, um, Herod persecutes the church, slays James, puts Peter in prison, and then, you know, the voice of a God and not mm-hmm. the voice of a man. And when he doesn't repent, God strikes him down. Mm-hmm. Um, so <clears throat> anyway, this is part of the reasons why we should sing the Psalms. They teach us how to—so you, you think about— the historical books, the Gospels, they tell us the story, the narration of what God is doing in history. The epistles teach us what God is doing and how we're to live. And the Psalms teach us how to respond mm-hmm. to what God has done, right. to recite his, uh, his mighty works, yeah. to give thanks to him, uh, to give thanks for his mercy, but also to give thanks for his justice and his mm-hmm. judgment. So they, they form us and they shape us. Yeah. You know, John Calvin calls them the mirror of the soul. Uh, Martin Luther called the Psalms uh, the Bible in Nietzsche, the Bible, mm-hmm. a little Bible, mm-hmm. you know, that you can, in a sense, use the, the Psalms to unfold the entire scriptures. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just in, important to be shaped uh, by that. Um, mm-hmm. And so that's the reason why, you know, faithful church leadership has always put a premium on psalm singing, particularly in the Reformed tradition. Yeah, it is interesting. In the times that we live and in God's providence without knowing the mind of God, having a switch back uh, in many churches to psalm singing as the response to what God has done. And so uh, God seeing fit in this time for his people to uh, to respond in such a way. You know, how do we live now? How do we how do we be the church in maybe difficult times and circumstances? And God's like, well, here's the Psalms. You know, here's how you respond. Uh, you want to say a little bit about the Psalms that you picked for our church to sing this morning, maybe tied into it being Pentecost Sunday and, uh, you know, why you led us uh, the way you did. Yeah, and it's funny. Uh, some of the selections I made from Psalm forty-seven and um, Psalm two, I didn't. I wasn't even. I'd sort of forgotten that it was Pentecost mm-hmm. Sunday, but it is interesting how some of those themes about the universality of the church of God um, making all the world His stage, um, and not just Israel. 
Um, you know, there are many Psalms that, you know, like, like when you open your Bible, the very center of the Bible is Psalm 117, mm-hmm. you know, praise the Lord, all ye lands, you know, all peoples. It's just two verses, but mm-hmm. it's, 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 it's Pentecost. It's, it's the gospel going to all nations. Anyway, Psalm 47, that's just a really beautiful, the, the tune for the Scottish Psalm there, um, is really, it, but it begins. All peoples clap your hands to God uh, in triumph. Shout, mm-hmm. uh, and so it's an invitation, uh, and that's what Pentecost is about. You know, we hear in, in all these different languages, we hear the mighty acts of God being expounded. Acts two, verse eight, I believe it is, um, and so the Psalms are a fulfillment of that. As people mm-hmm. sing that Psalm in English. And they sing that psalm in Chinese, and they sing that psalm in Russian, and they sing that psalm in Arabic. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, Psalm 2, <clears throat> which we close the service with, which is a, it's a very vigorous, mm-hmm. you know, masculine psalm, if you will, mm-hmm. um, where it actually says that God mocks, has lo- laughing, mock, uh, mocking laughter, excuse me, mm-hmm. for... Um, you know, the people who are gathered together against him and against his anointed, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, they think they can destroy him, but he sits in the heavens and he places his anointed Mm -hmm. on his holy hill, which of course we, we sell it. We find that fulfillment in the Ascension, you Mm -hmm. know, Jesus seated at God's right hand. And it says, um, you know, the Lord said to me, ask of me and I will give you the nations as your inheritance. Mm -hmm. And, and that's Jesus, you know, he is that son of David who fulfills the promises and to whom God is giving the nations. And that's why, you know, you support things like Wycliffe Bible Translators, mm-hmm. because we want Jesus's gospel to be in every tribe, tongue, and nation and mm-hmm. language. Um, and that's why we uh, support people in India, you know, a, a nation where there's... Um, very little Christian witness and a lot of Hindu persecution going on, mm-hmm. uh, not just Muslim persecution, and we kind of forget that. So mm-hmm. so the Psalms, you know, teach us to say God is going to win. You know, it mm-hmm. may look, it may look uh, like things are tough, just like when Israel's in Egypt, it looks mm-hmm. hopeless, and yet God fulfills his promise, and he comes down and he rescues them, and God is going to win. It, it looks mm-hmm. like our culture is turning against us, and, uh, and we're moving far away from being a quote-unquote Christian nation. Uh, and yet, you know, God is going to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's exploding growth going on in Africa and mm-hmm. South America and Asia. Right. And so, yeah, maybe North America is going to go through dark times and—, and the light will seemingly be snuffed out, but it's it's growing mm-hmm. uh, in all kinds of other places. Well, we appreciate having you here uh, today. I greatly appreciate having you here as a friend I haven't seen in, in many months. It's good to have you back here. Uh, would you want to close by saying, how can we find you? If uh, anyone wants to uh, look into the min- your ministry currently, you, you want to Yeah, so I'm at can... Tri-City uh, Christian Academy, uh, tcca-nh.com tcca-nh.com as i said we also have a youtube channel there where we have some concerts that i've directed which feature psalmody as Mm -hmm. well as other songs um and you can 
email me uh, through the, the school website. Um, you can find me on Facebook. And um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd love to hear from people if they have questions about psalmody, hymnody, or just Christian ministry in general. Mm-hmm. Pastor Brian Nolder, thank you for being with us today. Thank you. God bless. last